Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome. We're so glad you're here with us today, Kevin. I'm excited to be here. I know you're always excited always. to be here. Always. You have to be super excited. I so mean, excited. If you're not excited, man. Something's wrong with Something's you. wrong. I'm going to have to get you in a headlock. <laughs> there you go. There's some leadership tactics for you. Thank you. Don't do that. Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new podcast every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to those. Get it automatically delivered to your platform wherever you listen on Wednesdays. And uh, man, also share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that actually helps get this podcast in the hands of more leaders just like you. And then visit leadinghope.online. You can see all the other episodes right there at a glance. It's easy to navigate and get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. But today, Kevin, is episode 103. We continue, and this is Imposter Syndrome Week 3. Week 3. Week 3. So as we are uh, walking through this series on combating imposter syndrome, we've talked about the tendency we have to feel like a fake, like a fraud in our leadership and the disastrous consequences that are now a self-fulfilling prophecy that that creates in our leadership. That when you feel like a fraud, you're going to act in a way that is against good, healthy leadership. And so the tendency is you will not produce good results from your leadership. You'll not have high morale on your team, good attitudes, which is the responsibility of leadership and all these different things. So the way you combat imposter syndrome is through cultivating three key things. We talked about character last week. We're talking about competency this week, and we're focusing on calling next week. But today we're talking about competency. And all of the content today, I think, comes down to the idea, if I could just use a metaphor to helpfully illustrate it, and then I'm going to walk you through the ideas. So let's say it like this. Uh, you're driving. This is pre-Google Maps, pre-Apple Maps, pre-whatever your maps of choice. Okay, Garmin. You're Pre-Garmin. We're going way back yeah, right now, yeah. folks. We're going way back. <laughs> uh, you're driving. You're a little unsure of where you're going. Oof. You think, did I miss something? Did I do this? And like studies have found this, but I have also lived this from experience. You're driving. I don't know where you're going. And all of a sudden, you start intuitively going faster. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why do people? But this is the nature. It's like, I don't know where I'm going. It's like the, uh, Jerry Seinfeld had a joke on this years ago. He goes, I'll be in the wrong directions, but at least I'll be early. <laughs> like, I will end up where I don't want to go, but I will not be late. <laughs> and that is just the nature of it is to go like, hey, when we're a little unsure, a little uncertain about what we're doing, about where we're going, about how we're getting there, the tendency is to speed it up, which is the worst decision that you could possibly make. So let's talk about your competency as a leader. Competency, real simple definition, is your ability as a leader. When we're talking about leadership competency, we're talking about your ability as a leader. Your ability, if we could say the role of leadership is to make change, uh, to move people from one destination to another destination, to adapt strategy, process, culture, all these other things that come into that. But that is what leadership is. Leadership is, we were here, 
Now we're here. <laughs> this is better to take people to a desired, to a preferred destination. Now, when we talk about leadership competency, your ability as a leader, we're actually talking about of thousands of different skill sets. Okay. Uh, just real quickly, some of these that come into it. So your ability as a leader is actually the sum total of all these different skills and abilities. Your ability to plan, to strategize, to create clarity, to empower people, to bring on the right people, to celebrate, to keep people moving, to create culture, to adapt culture, to form a team, to have efficient meetings, to communicate. The list could go on and on and on and on. Okay. So when we're saying your leadership ability, what we're actually saying is that you have a number of these skills that give you the ability to take people to a preferred destination. Now we acknowledge no one has all the skills. Okay. No one has all the abilities that would compromise incredible, great leadership. Like this is where like strength finders assessment come in because they're saying, Hey, these are, if you've never taken it, it's an identification. I guess you could understand this of your strengths as a leader. Yeah. And it's saying like, Hey, here's the things that you're naturally good at. Here's some skills that you can develop over time. So they're saying, Hey, this is, they're saying, this is what's in your toolbox as a leader. This is what you're good at. But in order to be competent as a leader, you need to develop the right skills in order to make change. Now, here's what makes that complicated. And this is where this idea of imposter syndrome can come in, is the skills that you have used before might not be the skills that you need in the moment. Oh, that's good. Uh, we talked about this idea of like, hey, what got you here won't get you there. Yeah. Incredible concept. But to say like the skills that you used in the past, the tools that you relied on in order to get you to the present point, or may maybe say it like this is one of the easiest ways to grasp it is to say the thing that like uh, one of the things is people move from a frontline worker, like sales is a common thing, to a position of manager. That's an entirely different skill set. So the thing that puts you in the position of leadership is not the thing that will enable you to excel as a leader. And all of a sudden you go, I was successful. Now I don't know how to do this. And I feel like an imposter. Yeah. I feel like I'm not equipped in order to do this. And so when the skills that got you to where you are can't get you to the next level, imposter syndrome kicks in. And now you're competing for space. You're not open to feedback because you feel inadequate. You're forceful when you should just be bold. And you're certain when you need to remain open. The more uncertain we are, the more closed off we become. We've talked about this at length, but I want to let the idea set in for just a second here, okay? When when I'm uncertain is when my emotions kick in. When I'm uncertain, I want to be certain is when all of a sudden I get angry, I start fighting for my opinion. All of a sudden, my credibility or my identity as a leader seeps its way into the conversation and my team now has to navigate around my ego instead of understanding I'm secure in my leadership. Like I'm confident in my identity as a leader. We're driving somewhere. I don't know how to get there. Yeah. So now we're going even faster. Yeah. <laughs> and we're yelling at our spouse because they yeah, gave us the wrong direction. <laughs> we can talk for a while yeah, about that. But. I almost said something when you <laughs> talked about it earlier, and I'm like, nope, I'm not going there right now. We'll wait till he does. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll just leave that there and acknowledge we both suffer from that at times yep. and move on. Uh, yep. So this becomes the importance of competency, of developing your competency, is that as you develop these skills, you become confident in your competence, and you won't fall as quickly into the fault of imposter syndrome. You'll be more open. 
You'll be more bold. You'll be more open to feedback. You'll know your place and won't compete for space. So let me let me say it like this. Um, the, the tendency that we have is we say like, like the first time I did a group planning exercise. Say like the first time I got up in front of a room, in front of our team with a marker board. Yep. Where are we going? Yep. Let me tell you, first off, I played out every scenario in my head in advance because I wanted to know how to respond to every moment. Yep. And I had already figured out where we wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just a rote exercise because I was unsure. Yeah. I was uncomfortable with the entire process of just being open and say, we're going to figure out where we're going together. So I'd already kind of decided where we wanted to go. And then I just navigated a conversation with the team that ended up in that direction. Right. This is years ago. Okay. Yeah. Could I just say like, this is, this is probably for me, this is 15, 20 years ago yeah. that that happened. And it came because I didn't feel competent in the role. Right. I felt like an imposter. And so what what do you think if you're a part of my team going through that planning exercise, you're going, well, he doesn't really care about what we think. Right. He, it doesn't matter what we say. He's already decided. Yeah, he has uh, the answer to the question before I ask. Yeah, him. I'm given a contrary answer, and he's quickly running over that because his ego is now getting involved, and I'm not going to think of him as a leader. And because I did that, the very thing that I was insecure about in terms of my competency as a leader in my idea, coming connected back to it, of to say I'm suffering from imposter syndrome in this moment, reduced my credibility as a leader. Right. Like because I felt that, all of a sudden, now I'm not as good of a leader because I don't feel like I'm as good of a leader. Yeah. And so one of the most important things you can do is to develop your competency in the areas that you need to. Like to say it is like planning is a skill. Vision casting is a skill. Building a team is a skill. Some of these are going to be more natural to you than others, but developing the skills that you need will let you walk into a situation with the confidence that you need to walk through that. And what I see people do is they'll go, I'm going to, I want to get better as a leader. And I, I admire the desire. Absolutely. I support the desire. That's what we're here for. But they don't actually know what they mean. Right. <laughs> I want to get better. At what? Yeah. Like leadership is a sum total of all these different skills and abilities. Right. Which piece would you like to get yeah. better at? Yeah. And develop that. All of it. So you don't feel, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I want to make me great. Yeah. <laughs> at, 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 at what? At what? At what? At what? And so that Spe becomes so important. Specific. Uh, real quick while we got a couple Go. of seconds here. Uh, at what point you, you gave us a great example of where you uh, may have failed some 15, 20 years ago. At what point did you recognize, because that's obviously not where you're at now. Yeah. Um, tremendous difference Thank between you. now and then. What happened? Um, honestly, I did with, it. With this, with the competency. Yeah, no, no. Not, not with everything else, because we just talked about that. And I, I did it be specific over and over in my again. Question. Over and over again. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, and I studied other people how they did it. I picked up notes on how they did it. Yeah. But I, I was able to practice it and go over it over and over again to the point now, like, I feel really competent running an entire strategy planning session with no prep because I trust the team. Right. And I trust my ability to navigate the conversations on the team to unearth their best ideas because I know it That's doesn't good. have to come from me. That's good. So if I could say, like, here's my, like, really here's the one that i was really vulnerable on mm -hmm. and this doesn't part of this is leadership ability part of this is just general competency yep. okay when i first started speaking regularly publicly 
I wanted people like preaching is my context. Yep. But when I first started doing that, I wanted after the message for people to tell me I did a good job. Right. <laughs> and that is all I wanted. Right. <laughs> just tell me I did a good job, please. I don't even care if I did a bad job. Just tell me I did a good job because I was so insecure in the moment. That's just the nature of it. Like I felt so vulnerable. Right. I'm like, I'm out there. I don't know if I'm actually able to do this. Please tell me I can do this. Like. I don't need that now. Right. I'm grateful for it when it happens. Like I am, but I don't need that now. Now I want to know how to get better. Like yeah. now the thing that I'm constantly asking people and like, you know, this cause yeah. you're the person who I asked this. Yeah. I've got a couple that I'm like every single week, what did I do after Saturday night? And I know I've got time to improve it before Sunday. Yep. What would you change? What didn't you like? Where were you bored? When did yeah. you check your watch? I want to know because I know I can get better because here's the deal. I know I can do it. I am confident in my competency in public speaking. And some of you are like, well, that's just arrogant. You're just ridiculous. Listen, I have done it thousands of times. Well, no, yeah, but you did something there that uh, I think is important for this podcast. You went from, did I do a good job to how do I get better? Yes, because I know now right. that I can do it. Right. I am confident in my competence. Right. So my ego isn't at stake. Yeah. So I'm open to feedback. Yeah. So I can be bold yep. when I need to be. Yep. And so all of a sudden, my ego is out of the is out of the equation. Yep. I, I don't feel like a fraud in the moment. I, I don't feel like who's someone who's like, no, I'm I'm just an imposter. I'm not really I know I can do it. Yep. I know I can do it. Yep. And so now it is a much healthier navigation of that leadership. That's great. That's great. So this is what I want to get into, and then we'll see what else you have, is I want to give you the trick. Okay. So like the the whole like first part of this honestly is develop your competency in the areas that you need to like in the areas that you feel like a fraud invite people into the process to give you feedback yep. study research do all these other things read books on it develop your kind of like i don't feel confident in this figure out those areas in which you feel so vulnerable and seek to get better at it and stay vulnerable but if i could give you the trick okay to staying vulnerable, to not feeling like an imposter as you go through leadership activities that you don't feel quite good at, is this. You treat your leadership work as an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that some are like, say what? <laughs> you treat everything you're doing as an experiment. So let me talk about the idea, not to Alan Iverson this, let me talk about practice. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. No. So the purpose of practice is to create a low stakes environment in order to refine your skill set. This is why we practice, okay? Because there's nothing at stake and you go through it and it's like, it's okay if I miss a shot. It's okay if I run the play wrong. The coach may make me run laps, but now I have a low stakes environment in order to improve. The benefit of practice, it gives you an opportunity to, to fail. We've talked about this before. You have to be bad at something in order to be good. You're never going to start at something and be great at it. You have to be willing to be bad first in order to become good. So imagine this. Everything you do in your leadership is an experiment. You're running a test to see how it's going to go. I'm doing a strategy session. My team, and I assume my team is not going to evaluate me on how well I run this strategy session and this planning. Right. What if I did an experiment? And what if I tried these things and just saw how it was going to go? Yep. What you do in that moment 
is you take your ego out of the equation. When you take your ego out of the equation, you can't have imposter syndrome because it's not about your ego anymore. Right. And you give yourself the very context that is needed in order to develop your competency, to grow in your confidence in your competency, which helps build your identity as a leader. So good, man. Uh, the competency, this, this, this uh, 103 imposter syndrome week three is a lot like week two in the way that you overcome it. Yes. Um, yes. And it's very similar. It's kind of it's kind of almost eerie how much those two are. Such, Even though they're completely different things. Yeah. Uh, and it's such a powerful note to know that um, practice is the cure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because that makes you actually have to. You said it earlier. You said, oh, I want to be great at what? <laughs> Leading. Leading what? Yeah. Where do you want to take people from? Yeah. Where are they going? All those good things. Right. And then they're like, well, and maybe they do drill it down, right? And they do get specific. And then you say, okay, what are you doing to practice? <laughs> yep. And they're like, what do you mean? Can't practice leadership. Oh! Exactly. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. So I just say, it's such a funny thing because people will be like, they, they take this idea of leadership, which is a sum total of all these different skills practiced together. And people just be like, hey, I'm a bad leader. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, what? What? what is that? Or, I'm a great leader. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, at what? At which pieces? Because there's leadership environments that you don't want me in, yeah. that I'm not great in. Sure. But there's other areas that I have developed that skill set over time because I've practiced it. Yeah. Because I've gotten better at it. Yeah. And just to get to a practical piece here, and you, I want you to speak into this, but I want to just make a statement. Uh this this podcast is for everyone. Yes. Because we believe everyone has the ability to lead. Absolutely. And so if you are insecure in your leadership abilities, or maybe you're struggling, maybe you are a leader, you know, you have these, you you, you may be, you, 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 your home is a great place to learn how to practice. So good, V. Like, that's a great place, man. Put some practices in, in your home before you, maybe you take it to your team who's maybe a little bit more yeah. advanced than your six-year-old. And, and Start learning that because if you can, here's what I've learned. If I can get my kids to change their habits, yeah, that's really hard because you're dad. You're not leader. That's good. You're right. But if I yep. can get that home to start changing the way they think about things and the way they do things and how they have character and competency for themselves, well, I could probably pick up Absolutely. that and lay it down over here and hope that changes. Now that's hard. Yeah, it's going to take work. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. <laughs> so, so what we're saying here is the the opportunity to experiment is constant. Yeah, it's all over. <clears throat> yeah, like it's not just when you're in the workplace and your team is looking at you or your boss is looking at you and observing what you're doing. Like you're always experimenting. Yes, that's the reality. And when you see it as an experiment, like when you see which I'm not saying don't be prepared. Sure. Absolutely not. I'm not saying don't come in and don't take it serious, but I'm saying you have to figure out a way to get your ego out of the equation. Otherwise, you won't be able to develop. And if you can vision cast to yeah. a six-year-old, yeah. I promise you, you can vision cast to adults. Absolutely. If you can get your family on board with what you want to become, where you want to lead them into, and the habits and behaviors that are essential in order for you guys to become that group of people together, I promise you, you can get anyone else on that, and you have sufficient opportunity to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to let you wrap this up in just a second, but I just want to go back to the thing you said because it's really sticking in my mind right now. In order for me not to be caught up in this imposter syndrome, we have to move from saying, did I do well, and ask how to get better. Yeah. How to get better. That's that, good. That changes the whole dynamic of leadership. But go ahead and let's in, finish this. Go ahead. Well, I, I would just say it like, just see, let, let's use this as the closing note. Yeah. I talk to a lot of young leaders. I talk to a lot of young pastors, a lot of young staff members, and they have a void of encouragement. Right. And they're constantly, I need to know I'm doing a good job. I need to know this is good. Yeah. And I, I want to be clear, like, yes, yeah, of course, part of that's on your boss that they should be encouraging. They should be complimenting. I do get that. And I want to be clear. Like, I hear this from all over. Somebody like, well, I told you that. Yeah, you were one of many. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring it up. But also within there is to say, ah, you feel a little bit like an imposter. And you need to be able to build that competency up, build your confidence up yourself to know I'm doing a good job whether someone told me or not. Yeah. And I know there's a risk of you know, that could lead to arrogance. We're going to get to that in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's your responsibility to build your confidence. It's your responsibility to build your competence. And if you're always craving a compliment, it means you're not competent yet. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Week three of imposter syndrome. Uh, if you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, right now is a great time to do that. Hit that button uh, and, and get that delivered straight to whatever podcast platform that you're on. Also, don't forget to rate and review. You won't believe how a little bit of time helps get this podcast into more hands of leaders just like you. And uh, we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone, everyone has 21, 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. <laughs> Make it count. <laughs>